Hello there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I'm your host, Rich Owens, and joining me this morning, we have two-thirds of the FM team. Thanks to Ryanair, uh, Jebaru couldn't make it today. Boo Ryanair, boo them, boo them immediately. But we have got the United City FM, and we've got Y Callum. Kev Callum, Kev, how are you this morning, pal? Please get it right, everyone. Don't boo me. I can't cope with it. But boo Ryanair. Absolutely. Boom, Jeb's had a boom. pretty awful time Ooh. over the last 24 hours. So bless him for that. I'm doing really well. Thank you, Rich. I'm happy to be here. It's a Sunday morning. The sun is shining. I get to see you two lovely, lovely fellas. And we're going to talk football manager. What could possibly go wrong? Let's do this. Surprisingly little. Surprisingly little could go wrong. Well streamlined. I, I, I think streamlined is a word we can potentially start to throw around um, involving pod. No, we can't. We absolutely can't. It's an absolute <laughs> mess. It's an absolute mess behind the scenes, but it's fine. You don't have to experience any of that. Um, Speakers, the opposite of a mess behind the scenes. <laughs> Callum, how are you this morning, pal? I'm wonderful. Thanks, Rich. I'm in a really good mood this morning. As Kev said, what could be better? It's a Sunday morning and we're going to talk about football manager. So it's a great time. Mm-hmm. How are you, mm-hmm. Rich? How am I? You know, thank you for asking me. I'm, I'm all right, actually, pal. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'd stop and think about it there for a second because I always do. <laughs> If anyone ever asks me how I am, and I say, yeah, I'm good too quickly, they're suspicious. Mm. So, no, I am well. I am very, very well. I'm currently dog-sitting for my dad, which uh, not this exact second. There's no dog in here, but I'm walking a dog on a regular basis. I was going to say, has he got a dog? Are you sure? (laughs) Not 100% sure. It's just him dressed as a dog. It's a weird thing that he does every now and then. But, no. Having a lovely time, taking a really excited dog for about a million walks a day. He likes a 60-mile hike before breakfast. It's exhausting. It really is. But happy to be here this morning. Happy to be here. Um, lads, we, we have got we've got a full docket to work through today. We, we, we have, have got an itinerary. We have got bits and pieces to do. And where better to start? Where better to start this week's episode than with one of our patented football manager therapy save updates? Because we love a save update, because we're all working hard behind the scenes. We'd be grafting, we'd be streaming, we'd be creating that content for you, the consumer. And it's all going quite well for some of us. Yeah, I, I, I only did one last week, though. I haven't really done enough <laughs> since then. I mean, I can tell you that I you know, got through a bit of a pre-season, if you want. <laughs> nah, I tell you, should, we, should we talk to Callum? Uh, Callum, I hey, think... Um, yeah. What a, this guy, this guy. Ugh. This guy, right, with the pointing, the pointing's back. Sorry, audio listeners, we're all pointing again. Um, it's again, yeah, vis- visual comedy doesn't really work well in an audio no, setting, but we're, we're I trying. thought it was some of our best work, personally, but okay, <laughs> not a problem. We're pioneering it. We're pi- by episode 200, just the weird silences in the podcast are going to be people's favourites. Uh, Callum, I'd like to ask you, on behalf of the entire uh, audience and wider FN community, um, so how's it going, mate? Excellent. Well done, Rich. Well done. Thank you very much. Superb work. The the podcast has peaked. Um, It's going great, thanks. And uh, obviously my journey with Slough has continued over the last few weeks. Um, Last time I think I properly spoke about it, we had just been promoted from the Vanarama National into the Football League. And as anybody knows, going into the Football League can be a very interesting journey for a club that has been stuck in non-league for 
eight years, <laughs> I think it was. Um, so we we got promoted and inevitably, despite the expert transfer business I did um, in the trans summer transfer window, we were still predicted to finish 24th. Um, and I sort of looked across my squad and it was very confusing because every time I clicked on one of my players, it kept saying good for Vanarama National. Um, decent for Vanarama National, <laughs> leading Vanarama National North and South. I was like, is my squad not very good? Like, I think there's a chance that I've I've not done very well here. Um, but I thought, you know what? No, I, I'm, I'm off back-to-back promotions. I've got to believe in myself here. Um, we did bring in a couple of players um, for sort of double the wage of anyone else in the squad. Um, one of which um, was a man called Dave Lloyd, who we actually had for a season in the Vanarama South. And then I sold for the big money uh, to Bristol City for £195,000. Basically, Dave Lloyd kept us going for two years. I know. <laughs> it was big money. And you're not going to believe it. I've only gone and bought him back. I got him for a free. His contract's run out. Um now, when he was in the Vanarama South, we joked that he was the Welsh Messi. I don't know why we joked that. He's left-footed. He's an attacking mid. He's not that good. But we always <laughs> joked he was he's the Welsh Messi. So we brought him back and immediately renamed him Lionel Lloyd because, you know, why not? Gave Obviously. him the captain's armband. You know, thought this is this is the dream. He, he had quite a poor season, but let's let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> so my season, predicted to finish 24th, we had our um, stalwarts who had taken us through non-league were just not quite at the races to be able to compete in League 2, which is always a sad moment when you've got these players. One in particular, um, Slough's now all-time top goal scorer, Harry Smith. Um, he actually retired at the end of the year, sadly. Um, and, but he retired at, at, with 153 goals to his name. We've now signed him as a scout because you have to legally. Mm -hmm. if, if you've had a player, you have to get them in there. And that, that you know, judging player ability of five and potential of five <laughs> is really going to come in handy going <laughs> forward. Thank you so much, Harry. Um, but yeah, so we, we had what I would describe as an incredibly mundane season. And that is great. <laughs> It's really good. It's really good because when you're pr predicted to finish 24th, if you have a mundane season, it probably means you haven't finished 24th. And we didn't. We didn't finish 24th. We actually finished in the dizzy heights of 18th. I mean, that is, that's management. That's management. Wow. That's it. <laughs> Could you have asked for anything more? Well, well, yes, actually, you could have. You could have asked for anything above 18th, but... Oh, we finished above some teams and we also finished about uh, 26 points clear of the relegation zone in 18th. It doesn't it seems like a lot of points considering we're in 18th. But um, yeah, so we, we had a, a yeah, Monday, Monday is the best way of describing it. Basically, we were, we were clear of relegation, I would say, maybe after about 20 games. It became quite obvious mm -hmm. we weren't going to get relegated because when you're in the league two after having the the trials and tribulations of one automatic promotion place in non-league and potentially up to you know three uh relegation spots so suddenly going to a league where you've only got two go down and you've got three automatic promotion places and four playoff positions it's a very very different animal it is a very very different mm -hmm. animal to go into league two um as so many people will um have experienced and i I, my chat have reminded me on a few occasions that I said on many occasions that League Two is really easy and we probably will get promoted. 
<laughs> I did not. Wow. I did not get promoted. Um, but it was really interesting because I, the reason we finished 18th was we couldn't really score. Our goalkeeper finished with the third most clean sheets in the league, which is very impressive. Caleb Anson, I don't know whether he's a keeper that anyone has experienced um, in of our listeners, and I'd be really intrigued to see if you have. If you haven't, he's six foot six. He's Italian. He's from Norwich's um, youth system. He's absolutely sensational. Like he is absolutely, he's he's probably the best signing I've made. Um, and I've also signed our all-time top goal scorer. And I'm saying he's better. Um, so he's he's a very, very good goalkeeper because the defense in front of him is okay at best, I think, is 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 probably the nicest way of putting it. Um, I've got a left back called Lemon, which obviously, as you can imagine, we all love Chenk Lemon. He's Jamaican. I mean, it's it's brilliant. Um, and Chenk Lemon, but yeah, the defense isn't the best. It's not the best, and um, and we also didn't score a lot of goals. We finished with minus one goal difference. So in the summer transfer window, that's my aim. It's it's let's buy some goals, shall we? That that will be nice. Mm. Let's let's buy some goals. Yeah. Harry Smith can't score goals because now he's a he's a scout. Um, so 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 yeah. So that's that's the main look. But there was there was a big, big moment in my season where it all changed. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and and it was, we basically started the season and I say we were safe after about 20, I was 20 games, I'd say. After about 12 games, we had won one fixture. We'd won one game of football. I think we had lost at that point nine or 10 and drawn one or two. We were basically in the mire. We were bottom of the league and we were not in a good way at all. And then I changed something, chaps. Mm. With the help of my knowledgeable chat, I, segue, this is a segue, I went (sighs) into the training screen. Now, I'd like to know, before I go any further, I know, I know, I'd like to know, what are your experiences with training, chaps? Because I'm I'm intrigued. Mm, Yeah, so training is... Terrifying, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> training scares me. Training really, really scares me when it comes to FM because my experience with it is so limited, so incredibly limited to the point where I say limited. Uh, when you when you set up a new save or you join a new club, when it gives you that really, really helpful screen, it's like, oh, look, this is our training setup. How do you want to organize this? My assistant manager just does it all for me. My assistant manages everything. I click assistant, assign to assistant manager, and then I sit back and then just try not to think about it for the rest of the save. That is my experience. Um, it's one of those, it's one of those things, parts of FM where considering the obscene amount of time that I and I think most people listening to this podcast will have spent playing football manager. The fact that I have never even attempted my own training schedules is just baffling to me because it seems like the kind of thing that surely at this point you must have done. No, not never, never even gone close to it because I think I have that much fear in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit superstitious when it comes to my saves. I'm a little bit superstitious and I don't want to do anything that may negatively impact one of my saves. And I just have this horrible feeling where even I'm like, oh, we've just got battered six nil five games in a row. Maybe I want to put a bit of, you know, team bonding in there just to, you know, just try and level it out. Or maybe, maybe we'll sit back and we'll review the last match. Even doing that frightens me. So my experience with training is zero if i'm completely honest with you pal um 
Kev, I know you've you've mentioned before you've you've dabbled in a training uh, training schedule. Um, talk to us, mate. What what? How did that work out for you? Um, so sometimes when you're recording a podcast and you're listening mm-hmm. to other people chat and you know that you've got to contribute, sometimes you have a bit of an epiphany. And actually, mm-hmm. I've just had one to be honest. Mm. I know it's painful. I'm glad I'm sitting down, <laughs> but um, so. My current experience of training is that I don't currently do it. My assistant Mm -hmm. does. I attempted to do it in FM22 and it went very badly. I got that message of all of your players are upset with the balance of your training and the blah, 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 and such like. Mm -hmm. So I switched it back off again and went, nope, I can't do it. It's just too difficult. Here's my epiphany. I used to do it. I've only just really realized this. I've been playing football manager, championship manager for a very long time. 28, 29 years, whatever it is, since the first iteration of championship manager. I can't remember when when it actually came out. But I used to do it. I used to do mentoring groups. I used to put them all together in different setups. I used to do the training programs, all sorts of stuff. And I think what has done me in is my utter joy of streaming has changed how I play the game as we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. And it really has. Uh, And I'm sitting here thinking, so as a a way to show that, there was Mm -hmm. a few years ago where, uh, for those that are new to the podcast, um, I have various health issues connected to my disability. And a few years ago, quite a number of years ago, uh, there was a, a couple of year period where I was quite housebound through various health issues. And I was playing football manager as a way to basically just get me through my days when my wife was out at work and I was home on my own, basically couldn't really do much. I was infirm a little bit. So uh, I was playing football manager. I played a couple of thousand hours on a particular version of football manager just because and had a great time. And I was doing everything that I could do within Mm -hmm. the game pretty much at that moment. And now I stream and this iteration of FM, which... At the moment, I'm not having as much enjoyment from as I would have liked to, uh, but mm. I've only got, a, I say only as a content creator, I've only got about 500 hours in game this season, uh, this uh, oh, iteration. Only 500? I know. Kev. But when oh. you're looking back a decade ago that I used to play 2000 every year, mm. and I'm not going to get anywhere near that this time round, if I double it to 1000, I'll be quite lucky, I think, this time round in how I'm playing it and what I'm doing. Because I'm purely using it for my streaming and I want to keep it fresh for there. And I don't do an awful lot other than some drafts and other bits and pieces away from that. So, uh, and we talked about last week the fact that my streaming has changed how I play the game. So, my, my current thing is, yeah, I don't do training. I tried last uh, uh, iteration. It didn't quite work for me. I probably, you know, here's the rub, right? Callum has just told us that he's succeeded through training. Richard says he doesn't do training. I'm telling you, I tried to do training and it didn't work. Only one of those has actually put the proper amount of time into training and figured it out and made it work because it can work. It's part of the game and lots of people use it. The rest of us that are not doing it just haven't figured out how to do it yet for whatever reason that might be. And that's the situation I'm in at the moment. It baffles me. I don't know why it didn't work for me last time. And at the moment, I can't bring myself to do it. Although... I have been thinking about that this week since last week's pod. So who knows? Can, can I say as well, I uh, just talk about content creation in general uh, around mm-hmm. Football Manager, as, as you've touched upon there, Kev. I don't know whether I've seen many content creators 
just within their save, can I say? Now, I know there's lots of training videos, but if someone doesn't do training, the last video they're going to click on is go, you know what I want to watch? I want to watch someone talk for 20 minutes about training in FM because I'm not interested in it. So why would I click on it? However, you're talking, you know, you your big YouTubers, when they're doing their Let's Play saves, are we seeing their training? No, we're not really. You know, we're, we're seeing mm. the games. We're seeing their transfers. We're not seeing that aspect of the game. So why would people do it? Why would people do it if, if the content they're consuming is not showing it? So I think, you know what I'm going to say, I think we need to be the pioneers of this of this um, new generation of FM. I think the three of us, and we'll get Jeb involved as well because, you know, he, he's, he's one of us. I think we need to start. I think we need to be the ones. And, and people go, you know what? I never knew, I never used training, never used it. And then I listened to an episode of FMT. <laughs> and and I still and don't. Since, and I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they gave it a go. <laughs> they tried. They tried their best. I mean, I think it's really interesting. Just because I mean, I I feel like I'm a being a bit of a hypocrite. I'll be honest with you, because I've never really used training until literally this season in my save. I did exactly what Rich did. I'd go on to the game. I'd go. That's a lovely tutorial on training. You've just shown me for the eighth season in a row great skip 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 assistant you're going to do this for for the a thousand hours i'm going to play this game mm -hmm. however if things are going wrong what do we do so you, if you're on a big losing streak how do you try and rectify that now i agree i think i did the same as rich in the sense of you chuck a team bonding in there you go oh they're not friends now because they keep losing the dynamics are dropping they need to go and play laser quest that's what they need to do they need to play laser quest they need to go bowling they need to have a lovely time you know on a sunday afternoon and then and then they'll be friends again and they'll start scoring goals and winning games what do we do what do we do to sort of change form i suppose i can tell you what i've done recently mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. it, it didn't work by the way um <laughs> it, it went really badly but what i did recently was moan about the game yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. seriously. That's yeah. what I did. I lost interest uh, for a little while, a, a yeah. bit, a week or so ago, with just the thought that I couldn't quite figure it out, and things were going against me. And as a streamer, I just kind of went, "The game's terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's it's a it's a fine game with a lot of good things to it, but I lost the the way." Um, so, yeah, what do we do? I mean, I'm I'm really reticent to. Uh, what do I want to say? So I, I have a particular structure of play that I'm using currently. It won me the Ukrainian League. It won me the Romanian League eventually. Uh, I started doing something different in Hungary in the first season. It didn't work, so I switched back to it mm -hmm. uh, and saw a bit of progress, uh, and then it kind of went south. But I'm really reticent to change it. I've just been through the last couple of streams was uh, building up for season number three in Hungary, mm -hmm. and uh, I have had that internal conversation with myself and with my chat on Friday afternoon, last time I streamed, uh, streamed, do I change my setup and buy in the summer for a new setup? Or do I keep it as it is sort of and tweak it because it was sort of working and then we got injuries and other things. Mm. In the end, I kept it mostly. I changed the, the style of play. I didn't change the actual formation itself. Uh, um, I think I've done okay to bring new players in, but that's kind of my roadblock a little bit. I'm reticent to change what I know has worked and kind of I convinced myself should work. And there's mm. no should about it. Sometimes it just doesn't. Um, so, yeah. 
But could you not create training to complement it rather than change it, but to complement it? So if, for example, if you're a team that is playing a counter-attacking system, get counter-attacking in your training. I think, you know, if, if you want, if you've got a big man in the middle, make sure you're practicing set pieces, make sure you're practicing, you know, aerial defense, that sort of thing, you know, like have, have things that are related to the way you play. Because let's face it, this is a game about football management. If a foot, if a real life football manager had lost five games in a row, what's he going to do? He's going to change the way he does it in training. He's going to go, right, we're conceding too many goals from corners. We are going to do loads of training around corners, you know, mm -hmm. defending corners. Mm -hmm. Our strikers aren't putting the ball away. We're going to do loads of finishing training under pressure, first time finishing. That's what you're going to do. I, I honestly think, I think training puts a little bit more realism into the game mm -hmm. and a game that that people are criticizing quite a bit at the moment like being quite vocal in social media i think it could make it more engaging i think you know it's all well and good putting you know a player on shoot more often in your tactics screen but at the end of the day if he's on a goal drought and it's not happening for him maybe what you need to be doing is adding chance conversion into your, into your training. You know, you need to add these things in. So you're specifically going, you're not converting chances. So what we're going to do every single Monday afternoon is we're going to practice chance conversion. You're going to be putting the ball in the back of the net by the end of this month, because that's what we're training. And I think, I think as a concept, I think it's, it's a un, very, very criminally underused thing. I think I, I, I tried to talk to my discord about it and I tried to talk to my chat about what do you do? Because it's all well and good, me sitting high and mighty going, oh, I'm the streamer, you know, this this is how I do it. How do you all, all of you do it? Most of them said they don't. Most of them said they don't do it. They, they just use their assistant. However, someone like Gavin Brash, for example, who I spoke to, he said he uses a lot of RDF's training tactics, you know, because mm. obviously there are, there are loads out there if you want to download them. I don't doubt that they're great and they're probably far better than I, I could do. However, I find it fun. I find it fun that I can I can specifically go, you know, as I say, certain aspects of the way I'm playing isn't working. So how can I change this? For example, I talked then about the fact that we haven't scored enough goals this season. So I'm going to make a specific training schedule for scoring goals. Uh, you know, we're going to have a very attack orientated. If, if we've, you know, spent the last three games not scoring a goal or my strikers aren't firing, that's the way to do it. That's how football managers would do it, isn't it, in real life? Mm. It, is. it really is. Yeah. And it, it sounds daft when you put it like that, that it's, that's not, that's not the way that I've ever approached it before. Mm. And when you articulate it like that, I'm just sat here thinking to myself, well, why not? Because it makes exactly. a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. I think I very naively hoped that using the example of, for example, conceding goals from corners, which had I ever managed in Mexico, uh, in this version of FM, is something that would probably have happened to me quite a lot, which would probably have made me really cross. So it's a good job that never happened. But if that had happened, hypothetically speaking, and I had had a save in Mexico where I was conceding the majority of my goals on set pieces, I would very naively hope that my assistant manager would recognize that. And then that would be something they would incorporate into the training. But because I'm so completely removed from that aspect of the game, you just sit there and hope to yourself, well, this is probably happening. You know, the only thing that I really pay any attention to when it comes to the training side of things is I look at the uh, tactical familiarity uh, that you see when you set up your match day squad uh, and, you know, for context, for example, I've just started a new uh, streaming save, the Scandinavian Triple Crown with the, uh, with odds ball club. 
because I've kind of because it's a limited squad, when I've set that team up, I've kind of set up a formation that plays. I've had good experiences, but I want to try something new. You know, as Callum was saying earlier, I'm being the change that I want to see in the FM industry with, when it comes to streaming. I'm doing all these things. I've done a whole preseason on stream, which normally I would skip. Uh, and I had a great time doing it as well. So I'm learning. I'm learning. And the audience are learning with me. Um, train, it seems like the kind of thing that there is time to do. Like I've set this odds team up, uh, the formation and the instructions we use. Because it's not a huge team, suit the players that we have. And it makes sense to set the team up like that. And training-wise as well, it would make a huge amount of sense to set up the training regime to complement the style of play that I'm trying to set up with the new formation. I mean, I'm setting up, I'm going into games, and I'm saying, okay, tactical familiarity is already there or thereabouts because I'm not trying to play anybody out of position. Um, it's So it seems to make sense. And there also, there aren't many instructions on the tactic as well. It's a very, very simple 4-3-3. So because there are, I think because there aren't a huge amount of instructions and it's all set up quite simply, the players understand it quicker. So I'm looking at that tactical familiarity. I'm going, oh, okay, they're, they're there or thereabouts already. This is fine. Don't need to worry about it. But maybe I do. Maybe I do. I'm going to make a commitment now. I'm going to say it. It's on pod. Um, it's there for people to reference back to. Next time I stream a Scandi Triple Crown, I'm going to designate some time and I'm going to set up a training schedule. I'm yes. going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then it's all going to fall apart around me <laughs> and it's going to crumble. I'm going to be really sad. And I'm going to bin off yet another football manager save. Uh, no, you're not. That, it's going to go no, great, I'm, Rich. I'm, it's going to go I'm great. I'm really, really not. I'm really not. No, I'm going to go through the standard Rich Owens learning experience, which is identifying something I want to learn how to do spending a good six months panicking about the process of learning it because that's how a lot of the time neurodiverse brains work and mine is no exception to that panic about the concept of having to learn a new thing and not understanding it actually attempting the new thing finding that it's really 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 straightforward 15 minutes in feel really really comfortable with it and most importantly i think learn nothing from that entire experience <laughs> so that is that is my commitment i next odds ball club save soz everybody you're going to sit through a middle-aged man panicking over how to set up a training schedule but it's going to be fine because as you say rely on people that know better than you i'm going to rely on my chat because my chat are significantly more knowledgeable mm. about the game than i am so there you go that is my commitment and you can hold me to that um because what's the worst thing that happens if if i don't do it i'm going to get beaten up by an ex ww wrestler or something that will never happen that will that'll never <clears throat> god that's going to happen i'm terrified <laughs> but yeah so there you go that's my that's my commitment to the bit okay question for you both uh, and then mm -hmm. I will potentially add myself to the commitment as well, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, steady, Callum. Steady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my, my, my question is, mm -hmm. who was the very first content creator you watched in any form play football manager? Um, I, for me, it was Lelujo. Um, I, mm -hmm. I, I watched a lot of Lelujo because I feel like he played in the same way that I played it in, trying to create mm -hmm. narratives. However, stripping back the game a lot. That I think that is something mm -hmm. that, that Kev is really good at doing. I think he's very much, here's your game, here's your transfers, off you go. And I think that mm -hmm. is the way a lot of people play the game. I think you do your tactics. I think you buy your players. 
and and do you do an awful lot outside of that you know there's there's so many things on that tab on the side of it how many of them are you clicking but i think yeah for me it, it was de- it was definitely lelujo that I started. okay rich i looking back i would say probably loki doki mm-hmm. would i'd say yeah i think that's my that was the first kind of fm content creator that really stood out to me and i think in the before kind of you know streaming or before kind of you know content creation was a thing that i even considered mm-hmm. his was probably the content that i checked out the most and and then again people as as, as you say can probably people like um kev like lelujo for example mm-hmm. they they were also mm-hmm. up there okay so mine was dr benji mm-hmm. uh several years ago now four or five years ago whatever it was uh, there is a, a a common theme to all of those, other than that they're all just very successful and doing great and uh, are really fantastic content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, that they all do YouTube. Mm. Do do any of you two do YouTube? I do not. Are we trying to play the game on a stream like we've seen YouTubers play them, who have got a ten to fifteen minute time slot that they yeah. can only do <laughs> X amount of oh. things in just to figure out how we actually get something that's going to be consumable within ten oh. minutes and then walk away on our journey? Is that what we're doing? Because that's what I'm doing. I, yeah. I started mm-hmm. watching Dr. Benji. I then spent three and a half years being a YouTuber and I had 15 minutes to, uh, to fill. I put one or two games in there. We didn't talk about too much other than where we are, where we're heading, what we're attempting to do. And then next time we came back and did the same thing because that's what worked on the YouTube. If you're not going to do the tutorial thing or the experiment thing as your videos, if you're playing the game on YouTube, I'm not a YouTuber anymore. I'm a streamer. And I think, okay, you'll hear me say this very, very rarely. So get the recordings out and all that kind of stuff. I think I'm actually quite good at it. But I'm not good at it if I try and be a YouTuber on streaming and forget actually why I think I'm quite good at it. It's just about being with people and uh, community and um, chatting to people and encouraging them to feel part of what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. It's got nothing to do with the game, but I let the game dictate to me so much and the we the reason that it's dictated to me so uh, so much is because I'm in the space of I have to do what I've seen people do and what they've done is be a YouTuber. But I ain't a blooming YouTuber. I'm a streamer, and now I can do training and I can do mentoring groups and I can do data hubs, which I've been trying to do a little bit this last week. That's one of the things I've tried this last week since our last pod is data hub how am i using it my brain likes that kind of thing and i haven't been looking at it because i'm so focused on i've got to get my through my five games in my stream in my two hours and keep us moving forward because otherwise by october we'll still be in hungry and we won't have moved anywhere because i haven't given it the time to do it's rubbish there's plenty of time i gotta play the game but i'm not a youtuber i'm a streamer it's an epiphany again, you see. I'm having <laughs> epiphanies all over the place. I, 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 that for me was an epiphany as well. Like, you're completely right, Kev. Like, that is exactly what's happening. Because do we think that in between those, you know, those 15-minute episodes, when they do one in August, and then the next one you see is in October, they've just literally clicked continue and played with it? Of course not. 
They're doing everything behind the scenes, aren't they? They're doing the stuff, the, the contract negotiations, the, the training, mm -hmm. the data stuff. They're doing all of that, but they're not doing it on the same. Because as you say, on a YouTube video, you what do you want to see? You want to see the games. You want to see, here's, here's your first game. Oh my goodness, we lost. Here's our second game. We won that one. Brilliant. See you next week for the next one. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's how, and I agree with you. I think that's exactly how we stream. I think we're just doing the games, aren't we? But instead of mm -hmm. doing it for 15 minutes, we're doing it for two hours. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, whereas, should we be going more in depth in the game and um and, and and ultimately it could now dare i say this it could make it more fun it could make it more fun can you imagine if you start training maybe like um defensive free kicks and then you go the whole season without conceding a, def a, a, a free kick but wait a second did I did I do that? Did did I? <laughs> is that because I did? I clicked that button and it's and it's happened. You know, like your strikers on a goal track. You do a load of striking training. He scores at the weekend. You're like, um. I didn't just say to him, you really need to pick pick up your game. You're on a goal drought. But I still have faith in you. You didn't just do that talk, which we do every time a striker's on a goal drought. We actually did so. I don't know. I think it could potentially make it more immersive and more engaging as a game. Potentially. I absolutely absolutely i think the one thing that we all need to consider um is that in in terms of the content that we have chosen to create the space that we've chosen to occupy in terms of content creation is based around one of the most like intricate games out there that for my money there aren't a huge amount more there aren't a huge a larger amount of games with a higher level of just just minutiae intricacy than there are football manager because there is so much that you can do and have to do um and i think because people expect action people expect you know you just automatically assume that people are going to be there because they want gameplay they want goals they want action they want excitement people are choosing to watch football manager because people like football manager mm -hmm. and it's it's that's not happening to them by accident it's not like oh, i'm going to watch some uh, i'm, I'm going to watch somebody streaming warzone today oh i've accidentally clicked clicked on this guy called rich owens and he's talking about <laughs> scandinavian football oh no this is I'll, I'll just stay and watch for a bit but this probably isn't my thing people have purposefully clicked on that because they're like oh yeah this 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 is the kind of thing that i'm into mm -hmm. And as we talked about last week, if they're into football manager, they're probably going to have levels of interest in this kind of thing. You know, it's I love that YouTube analogy. I absolutely adore mm, that too. because it's and again, I, I've watched people. I, there are some people I watch stream um, games that aren't um, FM based. And then I'll see those people then upload kind of highlights of their streams or in some cases just entirety of their streams to YouTube. But the games that they're playing allow them to do that. They can play the game fully because there isn't as much to do as there is on a game like Football Manager. Um, Kevin and I have had quite a lot of chats um, in just over the last few months uh, in each other's streams over games. The Borderlands series, for example, I adore Borderlands. Borderlands is Me wonderful. Too. Great, great um, game, great game. Shout out! He, there's absolutely zero chance that they're involved in this in any way, shape, or form. But there's a, a wonderful streamer I absolutely adore. His name is Jolts. Jolts, dude. Um, mm -hmm. He makes amazing Borderlands content. Uh, and then I really, really enjoy watching his um, kind of daily updates uh, from his Borderlands stage that then uploads to YouTube. But when you watch one of his YouTube videos, you know that you're not missing out on hours and hours and hours of additional content that's gone on behind the scenes. You can watch one of his videos. You can watch highlights of one of his playthroughs. You can get an understanding of everything that he's been doing. Um, and you don't feel like you're missing out on loads of stuff. Football manager, complete flip side of that coin. 
20 minutes of somebody's save, you know, has equated to that 20 minute video that they've put out that has come from six or seven hours worth of gameplay and all those things behind the scenes that you're missing out on. You just, you forget to do when you're creating content yourself, especially when you're streaming it live to an audience. Mm -hmm. So I am with the two of you. Let's bring it back. Let's, let's pioneer training schedules let's pioneer the data hub let's get stuck in to all of these things because they are in the game to help us that's i think that's the most yeah, yeah. important thing none of these features are included in the game to hinder the player mm -hmm. so i think we should let's take it among let's take it a couple of other thoughts onto ourselves okay so my my mm -hmm. couple of other thoughts is shout out to how we roll owen who mm -hmm. since last episode put a tweet out asking these questions about training. Who does it? Who doesn't? Why do we do it? What do we go? You know, and what came out of his uh, tweet thread was basically, however much the game is the thing that people type into Twitch to go and actually find somebody doing it. Uh, why are they watching Rich or why are they watching Callum or why are they watching myself? They're watching us because they get us as a personality type as a, you know, it's, it's that that keeps us. Uh, together as a community once they're in our chat because let's face it if you're just going to go and watch the number one fm uh, streamer you'll go and watch zealand and nobody else will get anything if that's all you're interested in is just watching the number one guy do it in the space you'll just go and watch zealand but there's so many different intricacies of personality through the uh, the streaming setup that that's why they come to us so they come to us for our personality types and what uh, and how we see the game or how we see the world and everything in it so be you and do you and whatever that looks like is a, a great thing. Uh, the, the other thing that I want to say is that just because you uh, and myself, we started watching Lelujo, Loki Doki, Ben on, on their YouTubes and all that kind of stuff. The reason that we're not doing half of the game now is primarily because we've not in, uh, allowed ourselves to because we think... Uh, almost I think that Ben can get away with doing these things because he's Ben, but I can't, I have to be something different because I just haven't allowed myself to just be free to play the game in the way that I want to play the game or whatever it might be. So that's the other thing. And there's a third thing, but I can't remember what it was, so we'll move on. <laughs> can, can, I, can I add a final, final point? Just, uh, just to sort of wrap up training, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, with, with regards to, I've, I've sort of touched a lot upon how your team plays. But I've, I would love for people after after this uh, podcast, if you're listening, to go and have a look at what your assistant is making your team train as. Because that was my first thing. Because I noticed that like, so we'd done a pre-season, we'd got two months into the season, and he was absolutely battering the lads with um, pre-season again. In the middle of the season, we're playing two games a week and we kept picking up injuries. So I am someone who's really bad, and I don't know whether you two do this as well, but if, if like, especially in non-league, if you've played a game, click them all, rest for a day. Then they have their rest day, and then you go play the next game, click them all, rest day. And I'm like, well, why are they getting injured? They've, they've got a day off every time they've played a game. But that little recovery button within training can really, really prevent injuries, especially if you've had a hard week. Maybe you've played two fixtures. Maybe you've even played three in a week. In that following week, you batter it with recovery, recovery, rest, you know, team bonding, those sort of things where those players then, that the, the players who are very high injury risk suddenly drop to high, suddenly drop to medium. And then you're, you're getting those players. So that starting 11, which is your strongest starting 11, through training, 
should, in theory, I can't stop broken legs, unfortunately, but, you know, little torn, you know, pulled muscles and stuff like that, it should hopefully prevent more so than if you're not doing it because genuinely have a look at what your assistant manager is doing they're not doing a very good job i don't i don't really care who your assistant manager is that the default is not very it's not very good <laughs> so it is worth even giving it a go yourself because believe it or not and in 10 years time this might be an incorrect statement you are probably more clever than the assistant manager ai on football manager I, I, I'm going to give that to you. You right now listening to this, yes, you, you are more intelligent than a computer AI at the moment. <laughs> so practical question then. So mm -hmm. Callum, uh, you said that uh, partway through this last season, you changed and you yeah. implemented training. Have you done the thought? Uh, have you done it in the sense of you decided to do training? So now your training is now set for infinitum or do you go in weekly and go i've just had a game what do the next three days look like or do you do it in weekly blocks or monthly blocks how do you actually put your training in so as it stands i have two different setups i have a two what's called two game week and saturday game is is my two setups that i have which are obviously they're self-explanatory why i would use them within a week now if because i have taken full control of it I can then adapt it. If I'm seeing a downturn in form, or I'm also just as much going in for injuries now. And it's really funny because you do, it's a bit frustrating in a sense. You do have to set each week. So if, if for example, I've set a month's worth of training, if I then forget at the end of that month, it goes back to idiot assistant managers training, unfortunately. And it was a running joke in my chat that, over the course of the season, we had genuinely now, you can see the differences in my season where it's like win, 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 draw, loss, loss, two injuries. And I was like, why is this happening? And it's like, more often than not, it went back to the assistant manager's training. And I was like, I can't believe the clear correlation between... I'm not saying my training got us wins every week, by the way. We finished 18th. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sort of going, I am the Messiah. But at the same time, there was a clear correlation between better results. I'm not going to say wins, better results and better fitness within the squad when it was my schedule. Now, obviously, my schedule isn't the be all and end all. It won't be the best thing going. You know, it's just things that I picked that I felt would be beneficial for the way I play. But absolutely, I had periods where my centre forward was not scoring goals. So I then did adapt a couple of the sessions. I didn't try and go, right, I'm starting again. But I'd go, right, OK. I mean, I'm literally looking at them right now. We've got a teamwork one on a Thursday. Maybe I'll change that to an attacking. You know, so we're focusing a little bit more. You know, I've got in my two week game, I've got two recovery sessions. I've got about five rest sessions. I've got some days where I've got three sessions. I've got some days where I've got one. And I've just tried to alternate it round to sort of accommodate to the games. Um, but ultimately, it is something that I do think you can't just go, right, I've done it now. I'm just going to leave it for the season. Um, because first and foremost, if you haven't set it long enough, the assistant takes over again. And uh, and secondly, you might need to change. Things happen. You get injuries. You know, these these sort of things happen. You might have more games within a week and you do need to alter it. But I don't, 
once again, immersion. You're not going to go at the start of a season as an actual football manager. Go, you know what we're going to do this week? Corners, attacking corners. We're going to do defense, defense, ground defense. We're going to do team bonding every single week. We're going to do bowling every week, lads. And we're also going to recover on a Tuesday. Are you ready for that? Brilliant. Because we're doing that for the next 52 weeks. Um, I hope you're going to enjoy it. And by the, by the fourth week of bowling, they're going to be sick of it, aren't they? Good <laughs> Lord. Um, but I think, you know, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those moments. You said you've had epiphanies. I had the epiphany during this season of why was I not doing this before? This is actually quite fun. Like, it's actually quite fun to do. And even as a streamer, I should be brave and go, yes, it's not a game. It's not as exciting as a game. But people do enjoy watching it and enjoy being involved in it and having an input. Um, and as Rich said, more often than not, their input is probably more valid than mine. So, <laughs> so I go by theirs more than my own. I've got one last epiphany for you. Oh my god! Just one. had. Go nuts. <laughs> I've, I've just been going nuts this morning. I don't know what can what I tell you. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, as a YouTuber for three and a half years, you were, I was always looking for something to differentiate my videos to somebody else's, whatever that might be. A lot of uh, people tended to put a couple of games into their videos. I tended to put one in mine because partway through the course of being a YouTuber. I thought I'd stumbled across uh, a unique way of doing my videos, and that was to actually use the tools available to me in-game to actually look back and analyze the game that we've just had. It was a section. There was even a, a, a transition screen that went to it, the analytical part, and actually look back at the game we just played. Why did it work? Why didn't it work? What did I do? How did I change it? What did, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I've done none of that as a streamer. And I used to do it as a YouTuber. And I thought it was a unique thing. And why have I not seen that ultimately it's a unique thing still within the streaming space, potentially within certain aspects of it, because I haven't been doing it myself. And, and, uh, part of that has been, you know, trying to figure out the data hub this week and, and trying to use that and figure out what that looks like for me. So there's another one, you see, it's it's all there. And it's, you know, as a streamer, we've got to be doing these things because otherwise, what are we actually doing? We're repeating the same old, same old, and then complaining about the game when it doesn't do the, what we want it to do, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that can't be right. No, absolutely. You watch us now. You watch us now. Our streams, any... FMT affiliated stream is just going to be um, a football manager feature bingo. It's like, right, what have we done this week? We've done training, <laughs> we've done data hub, we've done squad planner, we, we've done it, we've done it all, we've done it all this week, uh, and then we can feel really, really good about ourselves. And then two and a half hours into our stream, we can play our first game. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say on Friday, I, on Friday, I did a summer transfer window stuff and didn't play a game, and it was the most lovely stream I've had in the last month and a half. I don't See? think I'm ever going to play a game ever again on the stream it'll just be everything else that i do on the streams now we'll just flip it <laughs> exactly it's spending you know three hours the other night doing a pre-season um with odds battle club um just just watching members of the chat um shout out to to, to regular viewer of kevin myself uh viva who was there oh, um viva. just bless him um you know offering his his incredible insight into all the mistakes I was making with my transfer policy, <laughs> which was uh, quite wonderful. But the one thing I did notice um, is that, and it's something I've never really noticed before, and now I'm obsessed with it. Um, when I set the save up, uh, I think Odds Ball Club were, I think we were 200 to one um, to win the league. So I think we were predicted to finish around 12th or 13th in the league. I then 
signed spoiler alert i don't know why it's a spoiler it's out there publicly it's on twitter of all places i, I then <laughs> signed morton gamps pedersen on a free transfer just to uh just to appease former uh pod co-host and and our friend alice um shout out alice uh, we love you uh signed mgp just to keep alice happy um within two days uh, my odds had been slashed from 200 to 1 to 50 to 1 so Ooh. hey these these are the things these i'm now obsessed with looking at the uh with looking at the, the predictions pre-season depending on who i've signed and hey training data hub squad planner those things are only going to help surely they're going to help because that's my new hyperfixation. i love it i love it with an absolute passion um spoiler alert he fractured a rib in training uh, after like one game so it's just i'm cursed i'm cursed i cannot sign elderly players that i love without them just in, in some capacity just just hobbling themselves it happened chris brunt fm21 brought him back to hillsborough after his release from west bromwich albion is like right one more season this is he's going to get us back to the premier league with that magic left foot of his chris brunt chris brunt and barry bannon together in the middle of a midfield all the passes all the goals all the set pieces uh did his cruciate after playing oh. 41 minutes of football for me and then just retired on the spot so i just I'm cursed <laughs> i can't do it i absolutely oh. can't do it but i will continue to do it sorry any player over 38 in world football I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna break you in some capacity uh and as cam said earlier his training schedules can't account for things like broken legs or cruciate so maybe i take it back maybe the whole thing's a massive waste of time who knows not me look at that look at that that was that was good we've we've i feel like we've we've just not only have we just had a really, really engaging conversation about training and football manager that's lasted nearly 40 minutes, I think we've all just grown as people as well. <laughs> that was quite <laughs> incredible. I feel like I feel like a, a better human being. I'm going to go home and be a better father and husband this afternoon as well. <laughs> if, if I come back next week and I'm crying in a corner because all of my players are upset and I don't know what I'm doing, we're going to have to pick me up again. But at the moment, it, look, it looks quite promising that's we'll Doesn't bring in the full manager though. therapy side of things like that. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so that's that's it's literally the name of the pod it mm -hmm. is <laughs> for a reason speaking <laughs> speaking of crying in the corner um, i mm. think it would be remiss of us to to not just very briefly touch upon the fact that uh last week the we we, we saw uh kev myself and jeb all sat down uh very um for the evening to to load up the football manager network save without jeb here I don't think it's really fair to go into huge amounts of detail as to what went on. I mean, from Jeb's point of view, um, he's just going to sit there and go, yeah, it's going really well. I'm winning loads and I'm still in Europe and I'm just really, really good at football manager. Um, although we did decide, we did decide, um, you know, as, as, a, as a collective that it's not physically possible for all three of us to enjoy the game at the same time. Uh, we're just, we're just not allowed. Um, as it, Jeb is sat firmly in the enjoyment chair um, and I think Kevin and I, we, we kind of switched places a little bit this week because, uh, spoiler alert, again, not a spoiler, it's there, <laughs> out publicly, we all know. Um, Kev, you you won some games, if I, if I recall. You've done some wins. That is the rumour, but I can't talk about it because it's a spoiler and we don't want to spoil the network game, do we? So, you know, can't possibly divulge that sort of information. But yes, this is true. I did. My, mm. my newly acquired Fulham side... Uh, who at the back end of the previous stream I 
got going with and struggled immensely with. I changed some tactical stuff, uh, reset them in terms of how I was asking them to play. And we actually got off to a good start. In the first couple of games in the uh, the most recent stream, I got a couple of wins, draw, I think, something like that, and got going, basically. Looked as though there was some uh, good players in and around. I got my slightly more pacey central defender back, and that made a difference to my back line and all that kind of good stuff. It didn't quite last all the way through the stream. At the back end of it, I played, I think, the likes of Liverpool, I think, was in there. I can't actually remember now. But I also played my former side, Brighton, at the very end of the stream as well. And I lost those last two games, something like that, two or three games, I think it was. And so we are still in and around 16th, 17th in the league, sitting just above that precipice of uh, precipice of um, relegation. So it's still there. I've got to battle all the way through. Uh, another spoiler alert for you. We're going to be back uh, fairly soon and we will finish off the season, I think, pretty much next time we go out uh, and do the network game. So um, when that comes, we'll see whether I can survive. But it was better. It was better. There were glimmers of hope. There were glimpses that if I could make a couple of changes to this squad, if we survive in the Premier League over the summer and just uh, get rid of a couple of bits of deadwood and uh, freshen the squad, I think we could do something because there's a few players in there that are impactful. So, yeah, it was much, much better for me. I'm not where Jeb is, but I might not quite be by, uh, where uh, be where Rich is after last stream. Where are you after last stream, Rich? In your feelings um, towards the network save? Oh, I've I've in see. You can tell from this, Kev is significantly more cheerful talking about the network save. Uh, I'm I'm now not. As it turns out, I think it's stupid, and I wish we'd never started. <laughs> um, the, the wheels have started to come off. As it as it turns out. Um, I think I lulled myself to, into a false sense of security with this Leicester team. I really think I had because we were challenging for Europe at one point, knocking on the door of Champions League. That fourth, that fourth place in the Premier League is, well, at the start of the last network game was was kind of between about five or six teams were all competing. They were all going to be there or thereabouts. Uh, I thought Leicester were one of them. I thought Leicester were one of them. I think I said last time we we talked about it. I, I'm at the point where I would have been disappointed if I didn't finish in the European space at the moment I'm kind of battling for top half it's just not happening the players seem to have just complete it's really weird I've got loads of players have come back from injury so I'm actually not facing you know I've got I've got options in terms of my 11 but the performances have just dropped off dramatically and the, the players seem to have just stopped caring um I think it's because the board is saying just top half finish and I think because we were massively overachieving the players have gone oh we're safe now so let's just let's just stop we'll stop scoring goals we'll stop defending properly and we'll just we'll just kind of relax we'll just you know let it happen over the next uh, 10 15 games i'll be lucky i'd be very very lucky to make the europa conference at this rate my strikers have stopped scoring my defenders have stopped defending um, jack butland is still doing okay because he's jack butland and i love him um but apart from that i'm I think it's just going to be a bit of a, a trickle over the line rather than, uh, you know, a romp. Let's put it that way. So as Kev says, we're probably going to finish the season next time of asking. Again, I have to admit, it's my own fault. I looked at my fixture list and I had a really, really horrible start to the last stream. Uh, I think I had the likes of Liverpool. I had the likes of Tottenham Hotspur. Um, I think I drew with Liverpool, which I was quite happy with. 
Um, and I thought, you know what, we've got we've got a chance. And then there was a really nice, what I thought was a nice run of fixtures. Teams like Southampton, teams like Bournemouth. And I was like, these are winnable games. I said it publicly out loud. I think I'm going to pick up some points here. Never um, say no, things. You never, never say, say never things. say things. Never. Th- this is when that you just want the narrator's voice in over the top. It's like <laughs> the rich didn't pick up any points in those games. <laughs> rich did really badly in those games. So that was uh, that was a shame. But hey, I'm I'm st- I'm going to fight for Europe. Um, I'm going to try and motivate the lads. Say hey, maybe some changes to training will help. Who knows? Hopefully, is- next time we next time you see us or next time we meet, we'll be talking about how well everybody's seasons ended. Jeb made it to the Champions League. Kev stormed it and finished mid-table, and I have done something. I don't know. I don't know. Is anyone still in the FA Cup? I'm not. No, I think we have both oh. now been knocked out. I think I, I have a feeling I made it past Newcastle, but then I think I've been knocked out since. Oh, so I'm just shame. focusing on. I'm just focusing. I don't on the think I am now. anyway. I think I got knocked <laughs> who, out last time. Spoiler who alert: Kev to... doesn't know. Jeb is going to be so confused next time around when he's saying, fellas, can we continue? And, and Rich is saying, no, 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 I've just got to sort some training. And I'm going, yeah, I've, I've just tweaked my data hub, Jeb. It's fine, mate, for three hours. Who are these people? Who are, these aren't the people I started this save with. Fantastic. So, yeah, ne- hopefully next time you see us, we will be sat here talking about how well our seasons have finished. Uh, we might uh, as well do like, this live on pod, Rich. I mean, I don't know. Oh, Jed's not here. Are we, are we, are we doing this on Monday? Because I think I'm, I'm available to do so. I just don't think we've confirmed it. It's a bank holiday Monday and all that kind of stuff. It is a bank holiday Monday. UK, so I'm, I don't know, but... I might. Who be. knows? Who knows? I need to confirm some of the finer points uh, with my wonderful wife. So uh, I we, we, we'll leave it. We'll leave it as a cliffhanger. That's what oh. we'll do. Hopefully, <laughs> at the time of recording, if you're listening to the, this on the Patreon, uh, which will be out uh, tomorrow, um, if you on Monday, to the Patreon, you'll know on Monday. Yeah, on on Monday, you'll know. Uh, but I'm going to leave it. Ooh, exciting. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, not me. That's why we're leaving it this way. I just honestly <laughs> couldn't tell you. I just don't know. Um, I thought, now I thought, now I thought. Did you? I didn't think this was actually suggested by Kev. This is entirely Kev's idea. Uh, we're coming to the end of this week's record. We're coming to the end. But I thought as a special treat, as a special treat, we'll, we'll bring back, we'll, we'll bring back our, our, our lovely little trivia game that we used to finish records. We haven't done one for a little while. It's been a while. We haven't had uh, we haven't had some trivia and we also haven't had a debate for a while. Uh, and Kev is itching for a debate because Kev wins debates all the time. So uh, we'll see what we can sort out for the not too distant future. But this week, but this week, bit of football trivia. Uh, the way these work, uh, one of us asks a question or some questions. It's going to be me this week. It's going to be one question, but I think it could take a couple of minutes. Uh, and then... Kev and Callum are going to take it in turns to answer. And uh, the first person who can't provide me with the correct answer loses. And so the 20 wins. seconds then, not two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really nervous. I was the first time I played this on stream. And then I realized, actually, if you lose, which I always do, it's fine. It's no problem. It's fine. It really doesn't matter. It I just, really I just doesn't don't want to have no answers. That's the worst thing. You've just, you've just set up two minutes. I'm like, what if I have nothing? Oh, but really Callum, I, I made myself look as stupid as you can possibly look on the first one of these. And I'll tell you why. I me... So ultimately, <laughs> I'd spent the last two years 
getting my wife to be able to recite the managers of the Premier League clubs and she was brilliant at it and then the Premier League clubs came up and I couldn't even tell you who they were myself wasn't it wasn't it Scott Parker it was I got Scott Parker and he left earlier in the season to go elsewhere and I don't know why but it was just bizarre and if I can make myself look that stupid on you know because I watch the Premier League every weekend and I should know these things and I don't it's fine welcome to the club Callum exactly hey Kev couldn't remember the names of the managers I was struggling to name Premier League teams so uh, <laughs> pressure is pressure is a whole thing but then flip flip side of that coin I'm, I'm the world's biggest hypocrite because you know but because of the algorithm of social media I keep getting given these these what fake YouTube shorts um, of somebody just on the street asking people just football trivia questions and it's like name three African players that have played in the Premier League and these people just they're like um um uh where's Africa um um <laughs> Um, Steven Gerrard. Oh, I've got it wrong. And I'm like, you idiot, you absolute idiot. But I'm actually no better than any of them. So, uh, but hey, I'm an arm, you know, it's one of those things. It's always easier to sit in judgment of other people. Uh, which yeah, is go like for it, Rich. Panel. Judge exactly. away. Bring it judge on. Away. Right then, fellas, today's Rich, question. Before we start, could you name oh, three African footballers <laughs> that have played in the Premier League, please? Um, Solomon <laughs> Kalou. Uh, yeah. Solomon Kalou and also <laughs> Solomon Kalou. He was so, that good. He was that. He good. was that good. So good they named him thrice. Yeah. Solomon, Solomon, Solomon Kalou, Kalou, Kalou. <laughs> uh, my favourite. My favourite ever. Uh, the best one ever. Uh, goes without saying. Right then. So today's question: Name African notes. Imagine. Imagine if it was. Uh, <laughs> name African footballers that aren't Solomon Kalou. Uh, you can't because they're. Oh. It's just him. Uh, no, we're going to go today. I'd like you to take it in turns to name past or present. Premier League footballers uh, who are Brazilian. There you go. Some Brazilian Premier League footballers. Um, Kev, you've been here longest, so you can go first. You'll have to bear with me as I do some scrolling up and down. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a list. There's not the list isn't huge, but there it's it's big enough, I think, to get us through this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kev, if you would like to provide me with the name of a past or present Brazilian Premier League footballer. Yes, I, I believe I can do that in the first round of this. Uh, let's Wonderful. go uh, for the current uh, goalkeeping sensation that is Alisson. Alisson is correct. Callum? I'm, I'm really scared to immediately get it wrong. I, I, I think the, the right back from Man United back in the day, Rafael, he was Brazilian, wasn't he? Uh, he absolutely was and still oh, thank is. Goodness. I was really worried that he's Portuguese. I don't know why. I don't know why I went. I've got. I've got other options. <laughs> do, do you know, know the weird thing, Callum, is that yeah. not only is he Brazilian, but mm-hmm. so is his twin brother oh, Fabio. See, I gave that. That's that's an open goal. I don't know why I <laughs> gave that go. to you. Oh no, um, Richarlison. Oh, Brazilian. Richarlison, is he a Premier League footballer? Who's to say? Um, I have scored the same amount of goals in the league as me so far this season, so <laughs> good for him. But yes, Richarlison, we will accept. Uh, Kev? Uh, let's go. Other goalkeeping current sensation of Edison from Man City. 100% owner of the worst neck tattoos in the world, but also a Premier League player. Um, Bernard. I'm going Everton there. Oh, Bernard. He's, yes, he, he, is, so. he is Brazilian. Very, very Brazilian. <laughs> very Brazilian. Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to go Everton, then I'm going to go United and say Anderson. Mm. Yep, that's another one. That's definitely another one. 
I'm already running out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got definitely one more, and I'm okay. not sure about another one. But I think I've got. I think I think this guy is Brazilian. Um, the right back for Spurs, Emerson Royale. I think he's incredibly, Brazilian. very, very Brazilian. Come on, I need another one now. Oh no, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go right back in the day and say uh, Janinho. Janinho, Little Janinho or... from Middlesbrough. Oh, no. Very, very much so. Very, very much so. Uh, read a really nice article about him this week where he was complaining about his time playing at uh, Celtic where they were like, yeah, we want you to start tracking back and defending on the wings. And he just went, no. I just don't, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that at all. Oh, oh I think I've got one. I think I've got Go on. one. Go um, on. Oh. Is it Giovanni who played for Hull? Giovanni. Yes. Hull, yes, the Manchester City and Hull City legend, Giovanni. Oh. What a shout that is. <laughs> okay. Oh, like that's... that, is it, Callum? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> another round. Janino's uh... <laughs> bestest buddy pal, mm-hmm. sort of. I don't know if they liked each other at all, but they played together at Middlesbrough, I believe. Is it Emerson? Did he play yeah. for Middlesbrough with Janino? Um, he did. He absolutely did. Yes, they were they were teammates. I've thought of another one. Oh, go on. Uh, place of Fulham. Mm-hmm. Played for Arsenal. Played for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Willian. Willian, the cheeky Brazilian, is mm. 100% very, very much Brazilian. Mm. Now struggling. I'm really yeah. struggling. <laughs> now I'm really struggling. Okay. <laughs> Let's think about this. Uh... I've got another one. Oh, he's got another one. No, that's not what I want to hear. He's got one lined up as well. He's fronting now. Uh, oh, that's tricky. That's very tricksy. I'm going to wave the white flag because nothing's immediately coming to me. And I could sit here doing this for the next five minutes going, uh, 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 yeah, nothing is coming to me. And I'm sure I'll have half a dozen when you read some of them out, possibly. But <laughs> Go on, then, Callum. Hey, just, just, well, just Callum. Do, uh, congratulations, Callum. Thank you um, so much. 100% success record uh, in this in this competition. Who was your <laughs> Who was your next one? Just, just to put it out there. Um, my, next, one? my next one was Man City and Everton striker Joe. Ah, yeah, go very yep. good, Joe. Very good. The the the, the international footballer that just I've just thought of another like one. A competition <laughs> no. just happens, doesn't it? It just happens. <laughs> Who's yours, Kev? Um, who, who... No, it's fine. I don't need to. I, I'll I'll keep that to myself just in case. It's <laughs> fine. Go keep it to yourself for next time. I, honestly, <laughs> I'm. Sorry, I think there are there's 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 a couple that Kev didn't go for that are currently in Man United starting eleven most weeks, which really surprised me. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Was one of those that one? Okay, yeah, one of them yeah, was. There you go. One of them was. There we go. Yeah, there was Fred. Anthony was another one that I should have. No, Fred. No, Anthony, Fred's... Casemiro. Yeah, Fred, oh, Casemiro. Oh my god, there's loads of loads. them. I... See, this is how embarrassing it is, Callum. These are my team. This is the thing, isn't it? There are loads. And I'm sitting there thinking, there's just no more Brazilians that have yeah. played for United. What am I doing? <laughs> Other than Anderson, Anderson is the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Anderson. That could. That must have been one of two more on the list. No, it's 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 bonkers, isn't it? Like I'm I'm looking at the list now. The list Mad. of current players 
isn't much bigger than the list of excuse me former players so but it is it is hard it is really really the fact that honestly the thing that really surprised me is the fact that players like giovanni went before players like casemiro i was like this is fantastic that's that's exactly where my brain goes with it as well so I again though the really the highly. worst thing of all of this is later on my wife is going to come home and she's going to say how did pod go and i say i lost another um <laughs> trivia question she'll say what are the question i say name brazilians i bet you can't even name any that in the man united squad and she'll reel all of those three off that I didn't name just because for the sake of it. And she doesn't even really follow football. It's so annoying. <laughs> right. At some point, at some point, maybe, actually, you know what? Maybe it's a treat. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there into the universe and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But one day we'll play this game. We'll do a Patreon record of this game, but we'll get Mrs. Kevin to replace Kev and we'll see how it goes. Yes. Imagine Imagine that. Imagine the scenes. Um, fellas, 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 um, that, if you ask me, I reckon that's a podcast. How do you both feel? I agree because I can't bear the shame anymore and I need to go and hide <laughs> in a corner somewhere. <laughs> Look, hey, Callum's been here. Callum has done an excellent job this week of, of talking to us about the benefits of training in Football Manager. Mm. If you need somebody to sit there and talk you through shame, I'm the guy. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. I've got you. I'm, I've, I've got your back, buddy. I'm, I'm here to help. Um, before we before we go this week, before we go, uh, Callum, please take two minutes out of your day to tell the people where they can find you and your wonderful <laughs> slough saves and all the other stuff you do. And uh, my barking dog. dog. Impression, your dog. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, yeah, so um, you can find me on Why Callum on everything. As I say, it, we're embarking on season two in League Two. Um, and that will happen on Monday, I think. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's something that should hopefully we'll be looking for promotion this year. So it should be a little bit less mundane, which is probably not the best way of selling, um, coming to watch me, but I promise you might laugh. I don't know, but yeah, come and see me. I'll stream at some point. <laughs> there you go. Less mundane. That's the benchmark fellas. That's the benchmark this week. Um, Kev, what about yourself? Where can the people find you making that wonderful content that you make? So, yeah, recently in this slot, we've been shouting other people out. I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to do the absolute reverse. I'm saying, come and hold me accountable to my training and my draft and my uh, database uh, hub stuff and all that kind of stuff. Please come and help me do that because without you, I am but nothing. I am a bloke gibbering away to myself on a stream <laughs> with no one to talk to. So come and do that. So I'm going to be live on Twitch every weekday afternoon this week, uh, 3 till 5 p.m. UK time. Come and join us. Uh, still in hungry, still trying to make my way home. Can we make things better for ourselves by actually trying to play the game uh, in all its intricacies? So come and do that. So you'll find me at the United City FM, both on Twitter and Twitch. Come and enjoy the, the madness that will probably ensue. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and I very much like Kev. Please do come and hang out with me twitch.tv forward slash rich owens fm hold me accountable to all the things that i've promised i will do on this week's record please please do because if you don't i'll feel like i've gotten away with it and there's no excuse in that behavior um fellas it's been a wonderful sunday morning i've wholeheartedly enjoyed this as weirdly enough i always do it's been great fun. Um, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. However you are consuming this podcast, we appreciate you enormously. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, drop a little like, drop us a little comment. If you're not subscribed, <coughs> click that subscribe button. Go on. You know you want to. Go on. Do it now. Do it now. 
We'll wait until you've done it. Okay, you've done it. We appreciate that. That's very, very kind of you. Um, we will see you on the next episode of Football Manager Therapy. Take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Thank you.